Hello, everybody. This is Mark Kumar, your lifestyle entrepreneur. Welcome to the Mark Kumar podcast show in which I bring new guests every time who's going to help you take your business to the next level. So today I have my dear friend, Andrew, who's going to give you a pretty good insight how you can take your business. So Andrew, please take your time to introduce yourself to my audience. Yeah. Hi. Thanks for having me. Um, I have a podcast. It's called Reposted Podcast. You can find it at Reposted Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or RepostedPodcast.com. We are um, doing a show every Monday through Friday. It's five to 10 minutes where we take a look into inspirational quotes to get people going and kind of help them have a jump start to their day and find ways to be more successful. So just out of curiosity, how did you come across or came about getting that show up and running? Like what was the inspiration or the motivation or the initial idea behind it, was it? Yeah, so the original idea, we kind of reverse engineered. We were like, how can we monetize quickly? And we came up with this idea that we were going to follow companies like ZipRecruiter, Indeed, Salesforce, and they're all pretty active on Twitter. And we're like, we're going to take they're tweeting all the time. We're going to take their tweets and we're going to explore them. And we did that for about a week and then COVID-19 hit. And uh, I don't think ZipRecruiter has posted since then. And so the content that was already built in kind of dried up and we pivoted to, we find quotes on our own and they're, and they're less restrictive to the business uh, realm. And so it's actually kind of given us the opportunity to grow more and have more diverse guests on the show because of that. Okay, so what was one of your favorite course, or at least three favorite course that you like, oh my God, this is amazing, and that you got really good content out of it? Um, I think the most successful one we had was a, a quote from Jonathan Groff about following your, your joy and doing what you love. So he was the guy that played King George in Hamilton. He's been in Frozen. And I found that 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 episode made me realize that if you find content that is trending or isn't in, in the zeitgeist, it'll get more traction. So Hamilton had just released on Disney Plus, and so just the fact that we were using a Jonathan Groff quote—that's the most downloaded episode that we have, just because it's in in the zeitgeist. And I love following what you love because if you're doing that, work isn't as difficult, or it's just something you enjoy doing as opposed to dreading it. So that was kind of a, a double episode for me because I really live by what he says and then also helped us discover a way to kind of get into the get in, get into the flow. Okay. I mean, I know quotes, inspiration quotes are really, really good to create uh, small bites of content. That's really good for your podcast. But mm-hmm. how do you go about generating new ideas or new codes. Can you walk us through what is your process of getting new codes and then creating content for your particular show? So we, early on, it was following those companies I told you about and they're generally doing that. And we follow different people who we find inspirational and just sometimes things just pop out to me. And it just comes to me and then also we'll just go online and search for inspirational quotes or quotes about friendship. And I found the most successful ways to make the episodes interesting is to bring in personal stories. So we have these quotes and then we, we generally get them about an hour or two before we record. And I like to think about ways that I can 
say that it applied in my life and it, it generates a more organic discussion in the show. Okay. So tell me a little bit about your like a personal life. What do you like to do in your free time? And you're like, Hey, I want to, I don't know what you're about. So tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. So, uh, I live in Los Angeles and I'm a producer and an actor. So again, for a long time, acting was all about going to auditions and prepping and like this podcast, wanting to do something COVID made us pivot and there's not much acting going on right now. So a lot of my focus has been trying to grow this brand. Um, and then I also live close to the beach. So going to the ocean is kind of a calming place for me to be. Oh, cool. Yeah, definitely. I love the beach myself. If I every opportunity to get, I would love to go. So yeah, yeah I'm totally with you there. And so if somebody's like, for example, they have an idea about growing or uh, creating a podcast. So mm -hmm. what advice would you give that individual to say, hey, you do X, Y, and Z to create uh -huh. your podcast? Let's start from there. I think the number one advice is <clears throat> consistency. If you consistently put out quality content, your audience is going to grow. Something that I've noticed and I've heard time and time again is don't obsess over your numbers early on. It's easy to go and say, oh, I uploaded an episode. It's been half an hour. How many downloads do I have? And I was doing that early on because you want to grow quickly, but if it's, it's going to grow in its own time and in its own way. And the less I think about it, the more things have kind of taken off. Um, so consistency and then finding a topic that you enjoy talking about or that like resonates with you. Because if you're just kind of doing something in generic, generic terms or you don't really care about it, then after a while, it's going to be monotonous and you're not going to want to make episodes anymore. Then you're going to lose the consistency and listeners will go away quickly if you're not there when they expect you to be. So do what you say you're going to do for your audience. Yeah, definitely, man. I totally agree. Like one time when I was doing the podcast thing, like you say, half an hour into it, like how come nobody downloaded it? Crap. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then I'm on a, like a, outside just enjoying myself. And then all of a sudden you got like a couple of thousand, like, whoa, didn't expect that. Yeah. So to totally get that. So what is the one thing that you are currently working on? Could be related to your podcast. Could be something else that you're totally stoked about. Like i really stoked about it. I cannot get up in the morning to get started. Uh, so I lived in Argentina in 2014. And when I was there, I read this book. It's called Long After Midnight at the Nino BN. It's written by this guy who lived there in 2001. And it's about his time there. And I'm currently producing that and trying to turn it into a series. And so it's been exciting just trying to figure out different meetings to set up with studios and different writers and so getting that off the ground would be a huge win for me. And just like the podcast is showing up and putting in the work and things start to pay off. I've been working on this for about two years and you get three steps forward and eight steps back and you just kind of keep going. And again, I love this thing and it, that's what makes it me able to continue to work on it. But yeah, that's, that's my main passion right now. Okay, cool. So what is the, what would be your, let's say if I, technology speaking wise, what is the three apps that you cannot live without? You, you absolutely use it every single day, not just for like a personal, but like more like business wise. Oh, oh man. 
I say Photoshop is one of the most powerful tools that I have. I, I don't know if I could, I don't know if I've gotten to the point that I can't live without it. Um, Photoshop, iMessage, <laughs> being able to stay in touch with people on iMessage, the, they take that for granted. I think people think talking on the phone is strange now. And then Zoom, especially with um, COVID and things shutting down, the ability to connect with people. And I think even once there's a new normal and people can go about their days, I think Zoom has showed everyone that you don't need to be in the same place to get things done, especially like living in a place in LA where it might take an hour and a half to go three miles. You're like, hey, let's just have a Zoom call. And I think moving forward, the ability to interface with people. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Zoom is first. I said Zoom last, but it's probably the most important. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Especially nowadays, you know, everybody's like Zoom and international wise, it helps out a lot. And yeah. then they have grown exponentially over the you know matter of six months than mm. they ever did before. So definitely that. So have you ever had on your podcast where a person was from a different country or different time zone? How did you manage that? Uh, so yeah, we've interviewed a guy that was in, um, he was in Scotland and then actually this morning I spoke with a guy in Italy and my approach to dealing with people in other countries is I'm going to be as flexible as I can to accommodate their schedule because they're going to be my guest. And so if someone said, I need you to connect with me at 4am your time, I'm going to set my alarm and wake up early to do it because they're being a guest on my show. And so I could, my, my mentality just for life in general is show up and, and kind of serve others and it'll come back to you. So when I deal with people in other countries, I just do whatever I need to to talk to them. Oh man, that is truly awesome. Like four <laughs> o'clock in the morning just to get up. That's amazing. I had like different people coming on my show for different content. We were talking like 10 plus hour difference. And I did not do that. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I made them work around my schedule. It's just, uh, you know, it's this crazy thing going on. Yeah. So, Well, I mean, I say that and most people are going to be flexible and not ask you to do that. But that's something I would do if if it was the only way because I rather connect than say I rather sleep in because the content's going to be better. Right. All right. Sweet. So what is your uh, criteria to having guests on your show? Like I'm sure there is one that is like, Hey, you need to fit X, Y, and Z, then you can get them on my show. So how do you filter through your quality guests? Uh, I generally want to speak with people that, are going to be interesting and engaging. Um, generally, people who do shows of their own or actors, I think the majority of people we've had on our show have been actors and reporters. And actors are just used to talking. And so that makes it a lot easier to have them on. And also, I found that me and my co-host, Larry, if we're interested in who we're speaking with, that like it's going to go both ways. And so I guess the number one criteria is someone that I think is interesting and I want to actually talk to. So what makes that person interesting? <laughs> I think for our show, we have like, it's focused in self-improvement, but it also can broaden out. So it doesn't matter if 
you're an actor or you're an accountant or you you're a welder like you can be interesting and have a take on it so i don't think i can answer that question definitively i'm like what makes someone interesting like i either find them interesting or i don't ah uh, i see all right cool enough so like if i were to like interview somebody else like i need to know like what are you all about like that would be my criteria like well, what do you find find interesting meaning like obviously you want to have people whatever podcast you have related to that particular topic. Like for me, it's entrepreneurs. If somebody comes up to me, Hey, I want to talk about dance to you. Or can I get on your show? I'm like, I can't do dance. Yeah. <laughs> right. I think, and I guess uh, maybe to answer your question more specifically, I like having people that maybe have a different life experience than I do because their take on our quote is going to be a little bit different and it's going to spark a conversation that maybe will bring a new perspective to us or our listeners. Absolutely. All right. That makes sense. Perfect. So, you know, you are a podcaster. I'm a podcaster. Yeah. We love podcasting, but at the end of the day, like that's great. But how would you go about, or are you currently doing like the monetization thing on your podcast or are you just like at the moment, just enjoying because it's a beautiful thing to do. Just enjoy it. So what, what are you doing right now? So I actually have two podcasts, uh, the reposted one I told you about that's daily. We're doing that for the love of it. I think it's kind of our hope is that one day it'll grow into a brand and we'll be able to monetize. But right now, focusing on refining the format and uh, we're about to do our hundredth episode and just figure that out and the money will come is kind of we're saying. Uh, we have another one. We joined a podcast network and that has advertising built in and so they sell um, packet. They sell advertising packages on like a bundle of podcasts, and so they we get paid based on the performance of our show bundled with the other one. So that show is called Sports Best, and it's a general. It's similar, but we focus on like the positive stories in the sports world. Okay, cool enough. You know, so what what would you want to say to somebody? who is an entrepreneur who's 18 years old and just got, a, got out of high school. And that particular person, especially nowadays, want to do something online. How would you recommend that person to make money online if, if you know it? Yeah. So my advice to anyone, whether they're 18 or 50 and they're just starting out and they want to make content is, this is not directly answering your question, but it's, be willing to do stuff for free and being willing to start doing it because the more you do it, the more you're going to develop the skill and you're going to become an expert at it and look at it as if you're the boss and someone comes to you and say, Hey, I've never done a podcast before, or I've never designed a website before. Will you hire me? Like you're not going to pay someone to do that. But if you've worked for free, whether it's working someone else's services for free, you can design websites on your own just come up with a basic idea and design it. And then you can go to someone and say, Hey, here's my portfolio. Would you be interested in hiring me? And so that would be my advice is just start creating and don't wait for someone to tell you to do it. All right. Like, I guess the better way to put it is just build it and they will come kind of yes. analogy. Yes. <laughs> All right, cool. So what else, what else can we do? So tell me a little bit, a little bit about like your are uh, your personal life are you do you like to work out or just what uh yeah i i try to go on runs i think before again before covid hit i uh there's a boxing gym that close to my house i've been boxing for a couple of years um 
I was a contractor for 10 years. I lived in San Francisco and I built commercial office buildings. I've, I've done a lot of things. I was a bus driver. I was a horse wrangler. I was in charge of a buffalo for a couple of years. So I think my general um, approach on life is just be willing to try stuff. And that's kind of, I'll do anything. I made, I made a loaf of bread this morning. I like baking. <laughs> Really? That's pretty cool. I enjoy cooking myself, so that's pretty oh. cool. Yeah, I like to cook, like experiment with different stuff and all. Sometimes, you know, I'll, the best, the way I learned, maybe you learned it differently, is like I experimented and one time I almost burned my kitchen, so I now know <laughs> how not to burn my kitchen. <laughs> yeah, the best lessons learned are when you fail and you're like, that's what I should not do again. Exactly. You know, now I know how not to burn my kitchen, so that's like, in life, if you make mistake, you know, some people look down upon it like, hey, my God, I made a mistake. I'm all, I don't know what I'm doing kind of thing, whatever. So that particular mindset that will not help you move forward. So speaking of that particular mindset, so if somebody's making a mistake or have this negative mindset, things in that nature, because every one of us goes through it one point in our life. So have you gone to it and what did you do to get over that to say, no, I'm going to make a mistake. It's fine, but I'm still going to move forward. I think I, I can't, I, I don't know the first time I did that. Something I've learned, I, I just in acting, if you book 10% of the auditions you go on, you're booking, you're crazy successful. So like most of the time you're hearing no's. And so I've developed this thick skin, I suppose, is you go out on these auditions and you don't hear anything, but you just keep going and just believing in yourself. The more you get back up and try again, I think the better you're going to be. I don't know how to develop that mindset other than to actually fail and feel what failure feels like and realize it's not that big of a deal. I think a lot of people don't take the first step because they're scared they're going to fail. Like they want to be an expert at the very beginning, but you're not going to be an expert at the beginning. The people who are experts have failed so many times along the way. If you look at Michael Jordan, he didn't make the first basket he ever shot or um, Elon Musk's first company probably wasn't successful. Mark Zuckerberg's first company wasn't Facebook. Like everyone has failures. It's just, keep showing up until one hits yeah i think that's what it is like the media only praises the people who have succeeded but they don't Mm -hmm. talk about like whatever they did for the last 10 years all the things they failed at all the things they were horrible at but the one thing that really made them successful like oh my god this guy's successful yeah (laughs) and they say they're an overnight success but they don't talk about everything that happened up until that point it wasn't like oh here's an idea i'm a billionaire now it's Lots of hard work and stuff that isn't fun, but you just do it because you just keep going. Yeah, pretty much. That's the only thing you really do. You fail, you move forward, you fail, you move forward, then you succeed and you move forward and you fail again. So it's like the failure, I think, what if I would say would be the number one thing is always consistent. If nothing else, (laughs) you will always fail no matter how good you really get. It's like people who we idol, I'm sure people you idol, they, to this point, we feel like they're a success because that's what we see. But on a daily basis, they fail at a million things that we don't even know about it. Right. 
So yeah, just keep going. Yeah, keep going. Indeed. So speaking of keep going, so how can people find out more about you or get in touch with you if they want to know? Yeah, I think probably the best way to get a hold of me is Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Reposted Podcast. Send me a direct message, or I think we have contact information on repostedpodcast.com. And yeah, if anyone wants to check out our quotes of the day, give us a list somewhere on all the podcasting forms, or maybe if you want to talk about a quote, we'll have you on the show. Awesome. All right. Thank you so much for being on my show. I appreciate it. And, you know, I look at this very moment in time, I always do one thing before I sign off. Whatever you want to share with the audience, the floor is all yours. Go for it. Oh, boy. I think (laughs) what I feel right now that I want to share is look at another person's perspective. If you get mad at someone, think about it through their eyes. It's generally not going to be about you. Like something else is going on in their life. And so just have compassion for other people. And nine times out of 10, whatever happened, if someone cut you off, it's not personal. And just smile at people more. Well said. Very well said. Thanks. Thanks.